0: Good day, listeners. Jonathan Darty here with another edition of the Pure Sex Radio program. Now, before we get into today's episode, I want to update you on our summer matching gift opportunity. Praise the Lord, we've passed the 50% mark as we enter the final month to make the match. So that means that any gift you give of any amount before August 31st will be doubled, up to $75,000. So simply go to bebroken.org slash donate to make your gift. And thank you for partnering with us to reach men, women, and families around the world with the good news of hope and healing in Christ Jesus. Now, let's talk about today's program. We learn and grow best in community. This is why we encourage and enjoy feedback from men as they travel along their transformation journey. Today's episode is a collection of honest thoughts and ideas and insights from men who are wanting to break free from unwanted sexual behaviors and live as the men God created them to be. So if you're a man on a similar journey, we hope and trust that today's episode will encourage and challenge you to keep pressing on in pursuit of greater integrity and emotional maturity. For resources to help you on your growth mission, visit BeBroken.org or check out links in today's show notes. And as always, would you please rate and review the podcast after listening to help others to find it? Pure Sex Radio is produced by Be Broken, and we do exist to help men, women, and families move from sexual brokenness to wholeness in Christ and equip others to do the same. Now, let's unpack today's topic.
1: Stephen Cervantes, we are back at it again. Yes, we are. What a great day. What an opportunity to bless others. I love these conversations. Yeah. And and I, and I think, you know, we're going to bless a thousand men today. Yeah. And and at least could could be much bigger than that. But I don't know why I have that number in my head. Why don't we say some things that'll bless a thousand men because that that group of a thousand men can then bless a thousand men.
0: Absolutely, it is always about multiplication, right? I mean, yeah, we want to see one just, guy bless another. So,
1: amen. amen. Well,
0: um, today, Stephen, uh, we're kind of going to be—you know—I remember years ago, uh, we, we've done multiple programs like the one we're about to do um, uh, many times around uh, guys that had come out of like the Gateway to Freedom workshop and, and that oh, kind of thing. Right. And we had—I think—we ended up getting up to like fourteen or fifteen of these sort of just. Kind of random g t f alumni thoughts and That's and it. and I love these episodes because I never exactly know where they're gonna go, mm-hmm. and you know I know listeners and viewers, I know that this isn't the the standard normal like podcast protocol out there where you have a very nice little agenda and script and you better have a really tight title and it better have a very clear point and you better do it in you know 20 minutes (laughs) this is more along the lines of hey you know what just uh what's the old saying? Stream of consciousness. Or something. <laughs> Who
1: knows? We flow and go. I
0: mean, just so you know, literally the top of this page just says miscellaneous thoughts. Isn't that a great <laughs> so title? So that's, that's where we're going. <laughs> so today. I
1: added some men share miscellaneous thoughts. Yeah. So am I on? Go for it. Where are we going? It? It's miscellaneous. So the only thing I want to say to folks is we're going to ramble and we might circle back and tie one piece to another. So as he said, just stay with us and let us go because we have a a bunch of thoughts that men said that have been captured. Mm -hmm. And I love, the one thing I love about groups is when you're in a group, you'll hear somebody say what you thought, Mm. but you never said and there it is, he said it, and it's out in the open. And another guy thought it, so I must be kind of normal, because at least two of us on the planet thought the same thing. Right. And so and that's number one. And number two is there's such power in words. Mm. And people mm-hmm. paint pictures with words. And somebody said, words are the trough of change. Hmm. If you want to change, you have to have some words and some ideas about where you're going and where you've been. And you have to have this trough of ideas to to get to the next place, or you're going to be stuck in the same place. So this is a great line. And you know, this is sexual integrity. We we call men to manage their sexuality in a Christ-like manner. But this is an honest podcast. So I love this first line. Uh this guy's been in group, keeps failing, and coming back to group. But he said, look, uh, I I haven't wanted to quit porn. Mm-hmm. Porn's been my friend. Porn's always been there. When nobody was there, porn was there. When I was alone, porn was there. When I felt bad, porn distracted me. And I make up fantasies. And, look, I haven't wanted to quit porn. And so you wonder, why does a guy go to group and talk and, and confess and do some work and, and he fails and he does good for a while then he fails and, and it's like this is the fundamental question. You're not going to get better if you don't want to quit porn.
0: Right. Yeah, and actually, the irony of this is that um, in some ways, this guy is closer to getting to a place of quitting porn than some other guys in group that aren't willing to go to this level of honesty. Uh, now, I'm not saying that, I mean, let's be honest. From from a biblical standpoint, everything, it's this is not a good desire, essentially, to say, I don't want to quit porn. But on the other hand, it's a good statement to reveal the truthfulness of this guy's that's heart. True. That's true. He's saying, you know what, I'm not I, I mean, there's plenty of guys that come to the group and they're pretending like they want to quit porn when in their yes. heart of hearts, they're going, I really don't want to quit. And I'm like, I'd rather you just say to me, I don't want to
1: quit porn, than pretend to me <laughs> like you do when in fact you're not. I mean, and because you can see it over yeah. and they flounder and then they white knuckle it and get down the road for a while, then they fall again and you go, why, why do you, you've been doing this for years, years. Yeah. Well, there's this fundamental question deep down in the soul.
0: Because with this guy, you know what? Now we can have a conversation yeah. because he's being honest. Now, I, you know, there's plenty of leaders that would hyperventilate at that point and be like, oh, my goodness, I've got to make, I've got to yeah. as quickly as possible get this guy to transition. But it's like, okay, let's now, now we can have a conversation because I see where your heart really is. And
1: you know, the guy that said this, it was the beginning of his really quitting. Yeah. Before this time. He was fumbling and bumbling and stumbling, and pretending and everything. Yeah, and showing up and and here's another statement a guy made. He said, "I thought this was funny." He said, "Porn is not tiring. Mm. Life is tiring. Work is tiring. Taking care of kids is tiring. Paying the bills is tiring. But porn is not tiring." Mm. It was just an honest statement that came out, and I said these are just statements that men make now I'm, they're probably making some women squirm i get it yeah but but if we can't be honest and if we can't hear ourselves think and talk if we have to hide everything cuz it's scary see none of this scares god yeah he's like oh my goodness it's it's kind of funny when we see some of the things when we say them we realize how dumb they are yeah. but we almost have to say them to hear
0: well, and, and also we're not saying that any of these statements like, oh, these are good. We're affirming this. This is really yeah. awesome stuff. No, but it's like when, when the truth starts to come out, like when honesty starts to happen. I mean, if you think about it, Stephen, all throughout scripture and all throughout history, what is one of the, the things that God constantly is sort of pounding his people on is basically saying, don't be double minded. Don't be this duplicitous, phony person. He's like, stop bringing me your offerings when your heart is far
1: from me. Yeah, be hot or be cold, okay? One or the other. So it's kind of like, I look at
0: this and I go, okay, when guys are willing to say this, and this is the truth of what's going on in their heart, it's like now we're getting closer to what God is saying. I can now start to work with you because you're open. You're in the light, even if it's ugly, even if it's difficult, even if it's not good.
1: So one guy said, look, I'm 95% good And God, I'm on God's side. God and I are good. 95%. Only 5% is, am I sloppy and doing a little porn? You know, isn't that good enough? 95% isn't, can I, do I have to change it? 95% pro God.
0: It it makes me think of, uh, I hate to be, you know, that guy, but it makes me think of the the passage in the New Testament where we're reminded that um, if you keep the whole law, but break just one point, you're guilty of the whole law. So it's like, mm. it's like we can, Oh, this is where we get in our self justifying, right? But look yeah. at how good and, and this is also where I think and but again, if a guy says this to me, I, in my mind, I go, I've got a great opportunity to introduce this guy to grace cuz he's still thinking under performance and law and mm. see look look if you look at the scales i mean i've got 95% <laughs> on the good side and only just this little 5% over there and yet you know we're told that even our righteous deeds are like filthy rags before god mm. and so there's a sense in which we've got to we've got to embrace this idea that i don't have anything that i could bring to god that i think is so good that he's got to be impressed with me so i better approach him in a sense of grace and saying okay and god will god is is very fair and gracious in the sense that he's going to look at this guy and say you know what you're right you're doing really really well over here but you got to get brutally honest about this part over here Mm -hmm. and can you surrender that to me because until you do i mean that five percent is actually what's controlling your life you, you, wow. We that's the other thing too. We falsely is we our math is probably off. You know, <laughs> a guy that says I'm ninety five percent good and only five percent bad. It's like, but the five percent is what's actually. It's the tail wagging the dog. Oh, you know?
1: <laughs> that's good. That's good. So now we're going to shift to some other thoughts these guys said. Uh, I, I always work on my outside, my image. I want people to be happy with me, but. I don't find myself working on the inside very much. Mm.
0: Yeah. Well, and this is, man, I'd say this is probably about 100% of the guys that we work with, mm. right?
1: Yeah. Is
0: they've, I mean, we've had some guys come to the workshop and stuff where it's like. You are impressive <laughs> from the outside.
1: Oh, like, that is so good. Your it's job, true. your presentation, your yeah. wealth, your, your what, talk, I mean, your oh, insight, your Bible. They will show up and wow, it was all the Bible. And then they won't come back. Yeah. It's and like, then, what?
0: Yeah, and then it's like, okay, now let's start talking about the heart issues. Let's start talking about pain. Let's start talking yeah. about your past. Let's start talking about wounds. And it's like, you know, you get a blank stare.
1: Um, But, but Jonathan I am so good at fixing and growing up I was helping my mom and dad doing a lot of things and then then I went to school and the teachers all saw me as such a good student fixing and helping the other kids and I got a job I'm so good at fixing and I see things to fix everywhere and so I'm just going through life fixing things is isn't that good enough
0: yeah, you know, the uh, we get this one a lot, obviously, and that's why I think some of these statements are on here is because they're just lots of repeats, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we hear these things over and over again. And I see this oftentimes in the guys that will come into uh, a group and like day one, like week one that they come into the group, <laughs> they're solving everybody else's problems. <laughs> right,
1: it's true. And sometimes over the years, I've had, to, I've had to actually
0: take some of these guys aside after the group and say, I don't know if you recognized what you were doing in there, but um, I mean, hey, listen, you had great advice. You were, you were given a lot of answers, but can I ask you then why you're here? And a lot of times it's, that's when you get the, what are you talking about? And I'm like, well, you obviously know how to solve every other person's problem. Mm. So then why are you here? Because mm. don't you have the answer for oh, your own? Ooh, I know uh... it's hard. It's, those, those have been some hard conversations. Sometimes those guys never come back. But, <laughs> right. but sometimes they need to hear that, right? To be able to say, because you can be blind to your own need for fixing, yeah. for, for you know work, right. because you're so focused on solving everybody else's
1: problem. Okay, okay. I agree with you. I want to grow and change. But are there any easy ways for me so that I can do this growth and change you talk about?
0: Well, this is the easiest one you've got on the page here because it's a one-word answer, no. (laughs) (laughs) You probably want me to say more, but the simple answer to that question is no. And Mm -hmm. one of the illustrations that I like to give um, is that we find in nature, right? Mm -hmm. Think about just... Uh, reaping and sowing when you sow a seed mm. would you say that that seed is going to go through an easy process in order to get to the point where it can be harvested no, no. no it has to for one thing if you think about it even jesus said unless the seed falls in the ground and dies so there's a sense in which this thing has to crack open. Yeah. Then it has to find its way through the soil. It's got to come out of the sunlight, deal with all the elements of the weather, and then finally produce fruit. And so I think there's a reason why God himself and his word uses agriculture a lot mm-hmm. as examples, because it's like, that's not an easy process. And so if you think about the, the cracking that has to go on in our lives when mm. we've been planted and are we going to continue to, to strive to reach the sunlight, so <laughs> to speak, and it's, a, it's... Now, I will say this. Um, for the guy who says this, I want to change and grow, and he's looking for the easy way, I want to tap into, let's try to fan that desire of actually wanting to change and grow. Mm, okay. So if you actually do have a desire but you've just been trying to find the easy way. I would rather work with a guy that actually has that desire than, than a guy who's saying he has the desire, but all he wants is the easy way. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 so.
1: yeah. So um, one guy said, uh, I spent a lot of time doing, It's now time for me to do some undoing. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that because you can put any word in there you want. I have spent yeah. a lot of time doing fill in the blank. Now it's time for me to, to spend Undo, time undoing. Yeah. I just thought yeah. that was an interesting way to say, I need to make some changes. Well, you know, it
0: makes me think of the old saying, you know, um, oh, what a tangled web we weave when we practice to deceive. Mm-hmm. And so if you think about the, the lying and hiding nature of, us building sort of an internal lust kingdom where we've got this, you know, porn library and we've got all these things. Think about the web that that creates all oh. of the, the, you know, the way that you're building mm-hmm. something that is so convoluted and chaotic. And so what he's basically saying is, well, now I got to get in there and work on undoing this web of lies and undoing this, you know, pattern of behavior. And that's a great way to look at it. Cause before you can, many cases before you can actually build something new you've got to tear down what was yeah. old
1: so this guy said i do have some strengths i'm really good at shallow relationships so you know we've got to be known for something and i'm, I'm really good at, at being shallow and shallow relationships
0: yeah i don't know how to even answer that it's <laughs> like i don't well good for you right um Okay the, the, the way that I might actually press into this guy is ask him what's that been like for him? Like has that been fulfilling? Have you actually experienced you know contentment in those relationships? And then even the more important question is, what does he think that's been like for the people that he's been in those relationships Ouch. with? Oh. Yeah. So because again, usually if you're good at shallow relationships, mm-hmm. it means that you're incredibly self-absorbed. Right? Yes. Because deep relationships mean I've got to sacrifice. I've got to yes. give. I've got to be willing yeah. to serve someone else. And so to ask the question about, can you try to see the perspective of the other person for mm. what those relationships look like? Might open a door for him to go, I've never even thought about what that relationship looks like from the other from person's the other point of view. How about this
1: one? I don't get myself. Mm-hmm. I don't get myself.
0: I want to I talk about this one for a little bit because... Um, Uh, Not that I've not been able to identify with any of the other ones, (laughs) but I I can identify with this one, too, because, um, uh, you know, one of the things I talk about in the workshop is when I first started my recovery journey, I really wanted to understand... How a relatively intelligent person could keep doing stupid things over and over oh, again? Oh,
1: that's a good question. So kind Are you of about po- to answer that? <laughs> well, this is re- you got we, <laughs> we don't but have enough time. don't How can a really intelligent person keep doing dumb things? Well,
0: we we, we don't have. we only got 11 minutes left here. So, uh, but I think the root of that question mm. is this idea of I don't get myself. Like,
1: mm.
0: why is it that you know, in one context? I can be really, really smart about decisions. Like, you know oh, what? Yeah. I can make really smart financial decisions or I can make really and, smart business decisions. And be disciplined and, and insightful. And yeah, I can take care of my body or do these yeah. other things. But yet yeah. there's this, there's these areas of my life where I'm going, but I do stupid things over here. Yeah. And so I think um, a very, very short answer that I give to this in, in the workshop, um, I unpack it a whole lot more. But I believe that because we live from our hearts, there are things that there are there are lies and brokenness and pain and wounds that have gotten mm. entangled mm. into the deep places of our hearts that we respond to life out of those areas so wherever our deepest wounds and pain is that's where we're going to be more inclined to make really stupid decisions and uh, respond to life. Whereas, okay, maybe I didn't have the same kind of wounds around managing money or the same kind of wounds around certain other things, but maybe I had certain wounds around relationships or around um, sexuality. And so, boy, I'm going to keep responding from that hard But isn't place. that
1: an interesting observation that that my acting out behaviors is directly connected to some wounding that occurred, and it's my attempt... To run away from it, to lighten it, to yeah. to do something different because I don't know what to do here, but I can keep, I can do this and it sort of and that's why me. that's
0: why it's it's always it, those things are always connected to the deep places of our heart because mm. if you think about it, uh, those are the things that you don't even think about when you're doing them. What I mean is, it's like it is an unconscious, subconscious response that you have. So we get guys all the time saying, I don't really know why I keep looking at porn. Okay, that's a guy that's got deep wounds, mm. deep pain, some kind of trauma. But brokenness. he hasn't made the connection. And that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. He's like, hey, I'm coming to you, Stephen, because I just want to stop looking at porn. And that's over
1: here. Just stop me over here. Don't
0: fix me over here, but stop me over here. And fundamentally saying, I don't know why I do this, because, I mean, I'm a successful businessman. I've got, you know, a a great life other than this.
1: beautiful, because that makes that statement make a lot of sense. Yeah. I don't get myself.
0: Yeah. And I think this is an ongoing journey, because our our hearts will not be fully whole and healed mm. until we are... In, in heaven with Jesus. And so mm-hmm. I think we're always going to be on some level of a journey in this of like there's always going to be a new layer of going, you know, man, I, I, there's more understanding that I need to have about how God wants to heal and, and um, you know, transform my heart and fill in the blank with whatever the area is. So even mm-hmm. uh, I'm saying this as both a um, just a reality check but also an encouragement to everyone who's listening that even when you sort of maybe – uh, gain a whole new sense of stability or growth in a particular area. Let's say, for instance, uh, we've got a guy out there, and and there has been some healing that's occurred in those deep places of his heart. And you know what? He's no longer uh, he's no longer bound up in pornography. He doesn't even he's not even got the compulsions any longer. There's been real healing there. I don't want him to then assume there's no more areas of the heart that need to be
1: right no
0: so there's this whole idea if i don't get myself keep working on that journey it's ongoing
1: so there's two here that i'm going to read together i've never wanted to see myself because i already know my flaws why do i want to look at them i'd rather run away from my flaws and struggles as fast as i can and distract myself because i don't know what else to do Mm-hmm. so I just keep doing the same thing I know I'm flawed is that all you want to do is tell me I'm flawed what's the point of that I know I'm flawed you want to beat me up over my flaws I beat me up over my flaws no I ran away from my flaws
0: you know what uh, this is one that that I myself probably would have said early on in my own journey and everything and yet now 20 plus years down the road The way I would respond to this is saying, you know, I can relate to this, but I can also tell you that I've never, I'm going to get emotional, I would have never known the depth of God's love and Mm. desire for relationship with me if I was unwilling to open myself up to looking at those flaws. Because you know what I found in those areas of where I'm flawed? I found Jesus waiting for me. Wow. He wants to meet you in the broken places. He wa- So you're not looking at your flaws just for the sake of looking at your flaws. You're looking at your flaws because you've got a God who's waiting for you there that says, I don't want you to be broken your whole life. I don't want you to be unwhole. I want you to experience like mm-hmm. the fullness of the abundant life, the joy, the peace that I've made for you. And if you keep like distracting or numbing out your flaws or keep ignoring them oh, that's good. you're missing an aspect of the relationship with me yeah that really is what you need for that healing and that wholeness so i think we've got to, we've got to lean
1: into that's good those
0: areas because that's where the healing really occurs so
1: so i had an opportunity to talk to a man he's in his 80s he's loved god knows his bible taught his bible sunday school teacher active in church and he said I finally think I get it I think um, God has shown me something and it is going to change the rest of my life now what I love is this guy's 80's, yeah. in his 80s <laughs> and he's getting it he's getting something deep in his soul Yeah, and he said as a child I was rejected and um, and I always felt like nobody wanted me And so I never trusted anyone because nobody ever wanted me in the beginning. And so I just learned to do things and get along and be like everybody else. But I didn't trust anyone. So I have lived my life alone and disconnected, even though I'm the Sunday school teacher. Mm. You know, I'm the church leader, but nobody knows But as I look back at my life, I see that all these people wanted to be my friend and I kept them away. Mm. Because I believed, because of the rejection unwantedness I felt, I told myself, you don't really want me. And I'm not gonna let myself trust you to let you get close. Mm. So I'm gonna protect me my whole life. Think about this in a marriage. Think about this with kids, with friends. All my life, I've kept people away to protect myself, so I'll reject you before you reject me. Mm. I'll protect me from the pain of my childhood. And he said, God showed up and and showed me me. Wow! And I thought, oh my goodness, isn't God good? Even in your 80s, you can have a transformation, you can have an awakening, you can have an encounter where he says, Well, let me just heal that part of you. Then you, you can go on and yeah. put everything in place before you die with your wife, with your children, with the friends that are still in your circle, but you don't let them get close. Well, and
0: that's such a great insight. And, uh, you know, Moses' best adventure came after he was 80, you know. So there's, God is not done with us if mm. we're still breathing. And what I love about this, the hope that I get, from this is exactly what you're talking about. Like, man, God is always at work on continuing to try to refine (laughs) us and, and think about this. He's actually, even in his 80s, this guy is realizing that God is still wanting him to experience deeper joy yes. and greater relationships and better peace and all these things. So he's still producing that fruit in him, and it, even and in his 80s. And there's
1: a wife still there ready to do what, yeah. what she's always wanted to do. And now he's ready to do. And it's like, what magic can happen? What mystery, mystique can happen and, and rise up? right from the ashen of the brokenness and the loneliness and and the self-protection if one comes out and says i'm fully ready because i've been loved and now love motivates me i can now love better I i just love even at an old age as an old man to get in the fight to get in this race to get on track and it's that how we started Ninety-five percent of me has loved God all my life, but there was five percent of me. Yeah, that and it's you said it right. I don't think I realized how profoundly that was, but the five percent drives the whole system. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and I love uh, this is a this is a hopeful place to kind of land the plane for this because what I hear in this also from this this gentleman is that man, it's never too late it's never too late like even so anybody listening however long Amen. That you've been just kind of spinning your wheels, or that you've been struggling, or whatever. Amen. Take hope from this eighty-year-old man who is saying, "Hey, God is not. God won't quit. God won't give up. He <laughs> he's won't not abandon done with you me either. Yeah. No, He's knocking at the door." And so, just uh, be encouraged by that. And and we want to help you take your next best step Amen. too. So wherever you are on the journey, to whatever degree you have or have not shared your struggle with somebody. Yes. Um, uh, also just in response to this particular podcast of just kind of some miscellaneous thoughts, we'd love to hear what have, what have your thoughts been along your own journey? What are some things, some insights you've gained, some yes. struggles you've had, uh, please reach out to us. We'll, you can always contact us through our show notes and, uh, we look forward to seeing you back here again next time on the Pure Sex Radio program. God bless. Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com.